You're listening to the B-School Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Elise Morrison, embodiment coach and founder of Inner Workout. Consider B-School your invitation to becoming a student of yourself. So come on, let's get studying. Hi, we're back for another episode of B-School. Thank you so much for being here. Before I dive into today's topic, I want to ask you, have you rated and reviewed the podcast? It's a little thing that you can do that makes a world of difference. Whatever podcast platform you listen to, if you would take a second to rate and if you really want to go above and beyond to review, that would mean the world to me. Okay, let's get into the show. So it is February and everyone everywhere seems to be talking about love and relationships. Maybe you're having that internal battle to decide if Valentine's Day is a holiday that you get excited about, or if it's one that you just find really cheesy, or if it's something that you just think it's all capitalism and you choose to ignore it. For me, Valentine's Day has a little bit of a soft spot in my heart. My now husband, Matt, asked me to be his girlfriend. It'll be nine years ago on Valentine's Day. We had been talking for a while and we had just gone to the homecoming dance the weekend before. And I get to my locker and there's a chocolate rose and a little note from him. I have it somewhere asking me to be his girlfriend. And so now this holiday is really a chance for us to celebrate being us, being a couple. So I really appreciate it. But I know everyone has mixed feelings about it. I also really love a good Valentine's Day celebration. Any chance to be able to celebrate the women in my life and to be able to tell them how much I care about them. If you look at some of the group chats that I'm in, they probably look like conversations between Leslie and Anne on Parks and Rec if you watch that show because we're just literally hyping each other up for job interviews or dates or whatever is going on in each other's lives. But Valentine's Day is a fun kind of organized time to do that. But I'm not going to talk about either of those. I'm not going to dive into talking about relationships, even though I have been trying to convince Matt to get on the show at some point. And I'm not going to talk about a Valentine's Day celebration. I really want to share a practice that anyone can do, no matter what your friendships look like, no matter what your relationship status is. I really want to encourage you to ask these questions to yourself, ask these questions to your heart. So today we're going to go through three questions that you can ask yourself, ask your heart in the midst of all of these conversations about love and Valentine's Day. So the first question that I have for you is, how am I receiving love? And I want you to know that I use the word love intentionally and broadly, because when you hear the question, you'll know exactly what love needs to be for the context. So I will say that question again. How am I receiving love? I was thinking through this question on my own in preparation for today's episode. And things that came up for me are, I'm receiving love when I have girls night out. I've been really trying to be intentional about spending time with my friends. In 2020, instead of 
spending every weekend working or just being by myself because I am an introvert. And I've been being so filled up by having girls' nights out, or really most of my girls' nights out are really in one of my friends' apartments, hanging out, eating cheese, catching up on life, laughing, playing board games, or playing Nintendo Switch together. Those fill me up. I've also been receiving love through workouts, through moving my body in a way that feels challenging and nourishing to me in the midst of last year and also launching all of inner workout and figuring out what it was that I wanted to do. I really lost an intentional workout practice for myself. And so that's something that I'm getting back into. And I really feel this love that I'm receiving for myself as I'm in the midst of any workout activities. Another way that I'm receiving love is through date nights, through making sure that my husband and I aren't just ships in the night, that we actually hang out and continue to be friends and do fun things. And that could be cooking together. It could be going to a movie. It could be sitting next to each other and reading. But just having specified times where we say, we're going to be doing this activity together instead of being on kind of parallel lanes. And then another major way that I've been receiving love is through just quiet weekend afternoons, whether that's a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday afternoon, just reading or maybe taking a bath or taking a nap or watching something on Netflix, but just not feeling like I need to do anything. And that's been something new for me with inner workout is that I'm oftentimes teaching on the weekends in the mornings. And so the mornings can't always be as slow as I would like them to be. So allowing the afternoons to be slow and not feeling like I need to always do something. It's been a major way that I've been receiving love lately. So as you reflect on this question, think about what fills up your cup and who's filling that up, whether it's you or whether it's a relationship or an activity, and just start to notice those things. So that's the first question. How am I receiving love? And be honest with yourself in all of this. You may notice that you don't feel like you're receiving a lot of love. And you can start that conversation with yourself. You may feel like you are just having this abundance of love that you're receiving and you can sit in gratitude for that. But really be honest. The second question is, how am I giving love? How am I giving love? And again, love can mean so many things to different people. So you'll know what it needs to be in the context of this question as you're reflecting on it. For me, when I think about giving love, I noticed that one, I used to volunteer a lot and I'm not doing as much of that anymore. And so I had to sit and think about that. In some ways, I think it's good that I'm not volunteering as much because it was starting to really stress me out. And that was one of the reasons that I was starting to get burned out. But I miss having some consistent volunteering efforts in my life. So one way that I'm volunteering this month is to do an inner workout class pro bono and have all of the proceeds go to Chicago Period Project. I really enjoy that and I'm hoping to do more of those types of things and also just have conversations where I can 
lend my talents to an organization. But when I asked that question, how am I giving love? I definitely noticed that there was an imbalance, at least when I look at how I used to give love. The other thing that came up for me was quality time, really trying to give quality time to the people that I care about, especially the people who I know their love language is quality time. My mom's love language is quality time, and I talk to her on the phone almost every day, but I don't always prioritize hanging out with her. And so that's a way that I see that I can do better. And you can hear as I'm reflecting with you in real time that these questions can go different ways. When I thought about all the love I was receiving, I could just go on and on and on. When I thought about the love I was giving, the list is a lot shorter. Now, part of that is probably because there might be things that I do that I just don't value, that other people are valuing, ways that I'm giving love. But it also made me realize that some of the ways I'd like to be giving love, I'm not showing up as consistently as I would like to. And there's room for me to grow in that. So when you think about how you're giving love, think about your relationships, think about the causes that you care about, how you're giving your time, how you're giving your money, whatever giving love means to you, start to evaluate that and see how you're showing up and give yourself a lot of grace in this process too. And then the final question that I have for you, I save the best for last, is what is blocking love? And this one is tough for me. What's blocking love? So what's getting in the way of me giving love, receiving love? What's blocking it in my life? One was my schedule because it's hard to give or receive love if you're not interacting with people, if I'm not interacting with people. And I have been at a point multiple times where I'm just go, 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 that I feel like I always have to be multitasking. I feel like I always have to be on. And that prevents me from giving or receiving love from the people that care about me. So that's a big one. Another one is fear. This one I am working on and I will always be working on it, but I've always been afraid to be vulnerable. I've always been afraid to show up as anything less than what I think people define as like successful. And I remember, especially in college, going through some really hard times and being terrified to call anyone at the middle of the night when I was crying because I was so afraid that they wouldn't answer. And I was so afraid that they would not want to support me or that they'd think that I was a bother. And so I would just block love because I'd try and white knuckle things by myself and not even give people a chance to show up or to not show up. So fear was a major block. And thankfully, I've gone through a pretty major personal thing in the past. I guess, three or so months. And when this thing happened, I was able to reach out to people and to say, this is hard for me right now. And sometimes I might not show up how I normally show up. And it might not seem connected to what I'm going through, but it most often is. Even last night, the night before I was recording this, I was hanging out with a bunch of friends and I just almost started crying because of what I'm going through. And being able to share that is 
new for me and it's allowed me to receive love and support in a different way. And when I choose not to do that, it's that fear blocking me from love. Another big one and this one, oh man, I'm surprised y'all still listen to me because I just sit here and talk about what a crappy person I am sometimes. But another thing that majorly blocks love for me is defensiveness. Because love isn't always words of affirmation, which is my love language. Sometimes love is a constructive criticism or someone offering a perspective that is different than mine. And I think this is a big part of my threeness, but also just a part of me really trying to control narratives. I can get super defensive when someone is trying to make something better, something that I'm working on better, and just kind of shut down. And then I'm not receiving all of the goodness that someone went out of their way to provide. Because when someone who cares about you is giving you feedback, they're doing it from most often. Again, this is someone who cares about you, not just anyone giving you feedback. They're doing it because they believe in what you're building and they see a way that you can improve or maybe a way that you can save a little bit of effort or maybe just want to offer something that they're not sure if you thought about it. And so often in my life, when people try to bring that, I can just shut it down as a criticism of me instead of seeing it as an offering of love and someone being bought into who I am and what I'm building and wanting to help make it better. So defensiveness is a major way that I can personally block love. And I hope it's not just me. I hope I'm not the only defensive person listening to this. But I'm trying to let go of that defensiveness because it's just not serving me. It's not. And then another way that you can be blocking love is by just not paying attention. When I was doing the brainstorming for all the ways that I was receiving love, it was just eye-opening because sometimes I don't sit down and think about how much I value a quiet weekend afternoon and how loving that feels. Or I can just think of workouts as something that I have to do instead of thinking about how nourished I feel after a workout and even how challenged and how proud of myself I feel in the midst of workout. But I just can move from doing things and not be paying attention to all the ways that I am receiving love or not be paying attention to the ways that I'm making people in my life feel loved. And so just taking the time to actually sit, and I know I've talked about gratitude before, and I don't ever really think you can talk about gratitude enough, but to sit and be thankful for all of the love in your life, even if it's not the way that you expected it to look, even if you're listening to this and you're going through some relationship transitions, whether that's with a good friend that you're not friends with anymore or a relationship with a partner that's ended or a relationship with a family member that's shifting, even in the midst of that. And I speak to you as someone who is in the thick of some hard stuff right now, sitting and being thankful for all the love that I have right now is I just can't even put into words how valuable it is. So I really encourage you to maybe instead of on Valentine's Day, 
being focused on like whether or not you have a partner, whether or not you think the holiday is stupid, just focus on all the love that's in your life. Even if it's just love that you are giving to yourself, allow that to be your focus and see how that changes your February. So those are the three questions. How am I receiving love? How am I giving love? And what's blocking love? This might be a practice that you keep up through all of February. Maybe you journal if you're a journaler and it doesn't have to be an extensive journaling thing. It could just be a couple bullets under each question. Maybe you put the questions on your mirror and you think about them as you're brushing your teeth. But if it's something that feels useful to you, I invite you to experiment with these questions as you move throughout February of this month where we're just talking so much about love. And if you like these questions, I created a resource last year called 18 Questions to Ask Yourself Before 2018 Ends. And I realized that those questions didn't need to be limited to the end of the year. I think they're actually really valuable questions to ask before you set goals. So if that's something that interests you, you can head over to taylorelise.com slash reflection dash workbook, and you can get those 18 questions to continue to reflect on whether you're setting goals or just want to have a cool internal conversation with yourself. Thank you so much for listening, and I will be back in your earbuds later this week. Thanks to Andres Rodriguez for the intro and outro music. You can keep in touch with me on Instagram at Taylor Elise Morrison. Elise is E-L-Y-S-E. And check out the resources on my website at taylorelise.com.